Beloved radio friends, I am still your pastor, Amara Uweziozi, bringing you the message of today as we continue on this platform. We are happy with you that you keep listening to us and you keep hearing us. Uh, last week, we began to talk on the message of the topic was the root of the problem seen, the root of the problem seen. We want to continue today on the second part of that message, which has to do with a remedy for sin. But let's recap. Remember that we did say that one is, the Bible declares everyone a sinner. The Bible declares everyone a sinner. And we went on to say that sin has threefold manifestation by nature, by attitude, and by act. You are not just a sinner because you do sinful things. <laughs> you are a sinner because you inherited sin from the first people God created, Adam and Eve. And you proceeded to exhibit it in attitude and, of course, began to act in sinful ways. But we also brought you to know the consequences of sin. That sin remains a personal enemy that destroys life and needs to be dealt with. We concluded that portion by saying that you cannot carry coals of fire on your bosom and not be burnt. You cannot sin and think that you will escape. We also enumerated that sin has also social consequences. Not only the sinner is affected, everyone around him is affected. Even a whole nation is affected by the sin of one man. It's a social menace, a social enemy. And we did say also that sin is a spiritual enemy. Because eventually it brings the person to complete separation from God. Complete death. The spiritual death. You are annihilated from God. Separated from God. No fellowship with God. And you face internal punishment. Internal punishment. But we did not just stop there. We want to proceed today to talk about the remedy for sin. God has a remedy. The Bible also prescribes a remedy. And as you listen today, you find a remedy to sin. And by the end of this message, the Lord would have given you enough knowledge to take decision as to deal with this enemy that is locking near us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in your name, we bring the word of God to your people. And I pray, O God, our Father, that you will anoint your servant. So I bring this word, this teaching upon your people. They will hear, they will understand, they will act appropriately to the glory of your holy name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Who can say, I have made my heart clean. I am pure from sin. We find this in Proverbs chapter 30. Chapter 30. Who can say, I have made my heart clean? Who can say he is pure from sin? No, not one. No individual. All are sinful. All are like, are helpless. All are sinful and helpless. But there is a sin bearer. God in his mercy released unto mankind a sin bearer. Someone to bear the sin. Someone who took the sinful nature of man and released him from bondage. 
released him, someone who became seen in order for man to attain righteousness. That's the I want to introduce to you. God has not abandoned you in your sinful nature and your sinful life. In his infinite mercy and love, God has provided the only remedy for sin. And that only remedy is his only son, Jesus Christ. He is your substitute and sin bearer. He, the righteous son of God, died instead of you, the sinful man, in order to satisfy the just demands for your sin. The son of God offered himself a once for all perfect sacrifice for your sin. His death remains the only divinely acceptable and irreversible remedy for your sin. The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses you from all sin. No rival competes with Jesus Christ in sin's remedy for his peace. For his is your peace and reconciling you to yourself and to himself and others. And God, if we read from the book of Isaiah, chapter 53, verse 5 and 6. Isaiah, the book of prophet Isaiah. And I want to read from chapter 53. Isaiah 53, we will read two verses there. Showcase what Jesus did for us. Isaiah 53, look at verse 5 and verse 6. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Verse 6. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Radio friends, that is the extent to which God provided a sin bearer for mankind, a way out of sin. Again, I want to read from the epistle of John, chapter 1, and I read verse 7. Hear what the Bible says, so that we have no excuse. No excuse. There is a remedy. Yes, everyone agrees we are sinful in nature, but have you taken hold of the remedy provided by God? Look at verse 7 of First John chapter 1, verse 7. Let me read what the Bible says. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Emphasis is marked. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all sin. So, let me introduce you to your winning card over sin. Your winning card over sin. God has dealt an irreversible mortal blow on sin. But you cannot participate in the victory parade until you play your winning card over sin. And that winning card is repentance and faith. Repentance and faith constitute two phases of this winning card. Repentance is identifying with God in his stand against sin. God hates sin. So must you also hate sin. God turns his back on sin. So do you need to do also. In unison with God, you negatively abhor and separate from everything that is unrighteous 
and unholy and positively tasked after holiness and righteousness. Repentance is turning away from sin and turning to God. That's what repentance is. How as our people, our people have bastardized it. How can you say you have repented? You are still doing the same thing you did and you claim you have repented. The blood of Jesus has cleansed you. No, 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 not at all. My radio friends, repentance will make you turn away from evil, from sin, and turn to God and pursue holiness and righteousness. There is also the other side of this winning card, faith. With the inward longing for holiness, you play the other face of the winning card over sin. Faith in the finished work of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross for your salvation. With utter dependence upon God's faithfulness, reliance upon Christ to fulfill his promise, that as many as received him, he gave them power to become his children, even to them that believe on his name. You find this in John chapter 1 verse 12. You put your trust in his unchanging and unfailing word. You fall on your knees and write there and then. You call upon the Savior of the world to save you from your sin. And there is no other time to do that than now. Now, today the Bible tells us today if you hear the voice of God, do not harden your heart. Act. Take action. This is one prayer God loves and longs to answer in your life now. Drop before God your winning card of repentance and faith and prove for yourself that sin will no longer have dominion over you. Do it and do it now as I pray for you. Do it and do it now. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, you gave us our Lord Jesus as the sin bearer. Faith in him delivers us from the consequences of sin. As many of God are calling upon the Lord Jesus Christ to be their Lord and Savior at this moment in time. I pray that their lives will begin to receive transformation by the Holy Spirit and that you will come into their lives and cause a transformation, a revolution, a change of their sinful nature and grant them hunger for righteousness and holiness the remaining days of your lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.